Getting ready for tomorrow? Yes, I am ready for, uh, bond. No, just keep going. We gotta do the intro. This one's gonna be a good one. Get the bond. The bond. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the PSBS. That's the PlayStation Bulls Action Podcast. I'm your host, Cote PSN Body Voice. And my co-host here Andrew is... Andrew Reyes, PSN, double, double O is. <laughs> double O is. You gotta change it for this week. Yeah. You gotta change it for this week, yeah. Double O is. Even though if you go search that on PSN, you won't find it. Mm-hmm. Or you might, but it won't be him. Make that count tonight. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Gotta hurry and claim that claim that PSN name. Or change it. Or change it. Sony. But uh, killing me here. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is episode thirty-seven, I believe. Yes. And um, I don't know. I, I I know we say this probably every week or every other week, but this might be a short episode because I don't have that much news items written down. There might be some. So we'll see. Depth to find in these things to talk about because this week's cool. going to be a pretty big week. Black Ops 3 is launching. Um, we will have impressions of that next week from next both week, of us. Yes. We'll be talking about it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. should uh, I should have it by then, but whether if I played it by then, we'll see. Maybe we can get a little bit of stuff on the co-op. You know, you know what else will be out by next week? By next podcast? Mm. Fallout 4. <gasps> no. Yeah, it'll be out by next podcast. After all those long Amazing. years. Yep. So, all that good stuff. Maybe, nice maybe stuff. we stuff. should. Maybe we should op- also open it up for people once we have our communities open. Like uh, we're gonna have our Black Ops community uh, start running this week. Um. So yes. it will only be a thing for maybe like four days until Fall Four comes out. So. Mm-hmm. What we would really like, the next podcast, I mean, you can still send questions about anything uh, where appropriate, but since we're really going to be talking about those two games next week, send in centric questions about Call of Duty or Fallout 4, we'll answer some of them. Yep. Or well, most likely all of them, but hopefully it's not stuff like story, if you really rush the story and you're like, oh, what's going to happen in Fallout 5? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. So, um, exciting stuff, man. Um Oh yeah, a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff to look forward to next week. But um, going into things that happened this past week, news and stuff like that. Um, you mentioned uh-huh. you know uh, Sony, Sony changing our names. When can we change our names? Mm. Um, we don't know when we're going to be able to change our oh. names, but we do know starting next week you can change your avatar on PS4. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, I mean, it is a weird thing. Like you can't buy or access avatars on ps4 like through the ps4 system only on ps3 you can do that yeah on ps3 you can do that or if you go to the web store maybe you can do that and on the vita Um, you can like change like part of your avatar but it's not like really your avatar on the vita uh, i don't know but all you can do on ps4 is just have your avatar you got from ps3 and then if you have the playstation app you can do custom avatar yeah which you can put your face or like put whatever the hell you want yeah, um, but of course, only certain people can see it because when you said it's private or public name, whatever. Um, but you couldn't buy avatars or change them on PS4. But you can starting next week. We will to buy avatars from the PlayStation Store and change them out uh, on the system. So there's something progress. <laughs> yeah, so that's something. Something to look forward to next week. So when will we that. be able to plug in our Vita to the PS4 and have it talk to each other? I don't know. Mm, that's another feature I want. I want them to talk, have conversations, to be like, hey, what's up? What's up? I see. Fallout 4 is going on here. Are we going to be playing uh, Fallout 4 on the Vita? Oh, yeah. Get, get that awesome remote play they're hyping up. I mean, it was done by someone else to get those controls nailed down. Yeah, so there you go. They're taking they're taking it seriously. They lo- Bethesda, yeah, Bethesda, Bethesda, still, Bethesda loves the Vita, even though they don't make any games for it. <laughs> but so so like, oh we love the Vita but we ain't gonna make a game for it. <laughs> like here was the staggering number uh, about um, even though it's not PlayStation related, you know um, Nintendo's currently you know having trouble with the third parties and such, right? Um, mm-hmm. I believe it was EA talking about you know what the new NX system is that they're looking at every possible opportunity to work with the NX, every possible opportunity because they gave a comparison here of how many games are released. Uh, for the Wii, they released 35 plus games for the Wii. You want to know how many games they've only released for the Wii U? 
four. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was I mean, quite a staggering number. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was the same thing when the Wii U came out. Like when the Wii U first came out at launch, it seemed really aggressive. Like, yeah, we're going to get that third party support because I mean, right at launch, you had stuff like Call of Duty, Mass Effect Three, Batman Arkham City. You know, you had all these things coming out to Wii U, and I was like, oh, look at this! You know, you're getting these these big things, these AAA things on on Wii U. But it was like after that launch year, like that was mm-hmm. it. Like the developers just said, no, never mind, because like. What Call of Duty didn't go to? I mean, some it's like some of the Call of Duty went to Wii U. Like, did Ghost go? Ghost went to Wii U. Oh, right? uh, gosh, did Ghost go to Wii U. Yeah, I think Ghost went to Wii U. Advanced Warfare didn't go to Wii U. No, I think Ghost, Ghost? did. God. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. And I don't think so. And Black Ops and Black Ops Three isn't. Yeah, Black Ops Three isn't. Uh, nope. Um, you know, and then like you said, like look at EA. Like like I said, they put out four games on Wii U. So that means Mass Effect Three is one of them. Oh, and here's the side note thing about that. Did you hear the also bullshit excuse they gave for the uh, campaign not being on the PS3 and Xbox 360? Oh, some oh for yeah, something about like the weapon because due to the fact that you can change your class and shit, like you can uh, change whatever you want, and like the amount of players, they say that takes up too much memory, and that the system can't handle it. Because okay. the PS4 has more memory, so I'm just yeah. like, Mike, eight times as much. Yeah, memory. eight times. That's what Mark Cerny said. The yeah. <laughs> take one thing, whatever that was, I forgot. So then I was just like, well, you can play it solo, right? So I'm just like, why can't you just take out the co-op? Because uh, if you took out the co-op, then, then you wouldn't have those issues persist. Yeah, but in the game might be too hard, and you have to scale it back. And, uh, oh, no, no. Uh, at least they, at least in like the digital versions of the game, and hopefully the retail copies explicitly say it's just multiplayer and zombies. So as long as it just says that, because I saw that it does, so I'm very happy. But still, it's fifty bucks. I'm just like it should be forty. Yeah. Anyways, just a little Anyways. note about Black Ops Three before it comes out, and then. Another note for like the PC players, the Black Ops, uh, they'll get ma- like custom map support. But I feel like this is something that was a bit of an afterthought because it's like launching like Q1 2016, and like you know how the lifespan of Call of Duties go, right? It's like you know map packs will come out, and then we'll already have the announcement of the next Call of Duty. It's just like I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, then there were some was... more interesting stats. I think this one's going to be interesting to people about um, the player base of Black Ops Two. Uh, did you did you read oh, about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I read about this. Crazy, one. right? Well, uh, what was it? Uh, twelve million, correct? Yeah, twelve Monthly million yeah. people. Insane. They said that's more than the battlefields combined. Yeah, I mean monthly. That's yeah, it's pretty insane. I think that's um, crazy. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, I still see people play Black Ops too. Like on my friends list, I see sometimes. Um, yeah, but I mean, Black Ops mm. two also is that. Well, I mean, I think every Call of Duty kind of does it. Black Ops 2, I know, did it a lot. Was that it was in the top 10, like, every month for the whole year. Yeah, I know, huh? Like, like it, it released, like, it was always in the top 10 best-selling games. Like, that game just sold, like, crazy. Um, You know, so, I mean, is this Black Ops 2 the best-selling one? I would assume. Uh, gosh. Well, I mean, it was, I like, the, the biggest, like, launch of Call of Duty. Black Ops 2 was the biggest launch. So uh, yeah, I don't know if Advanced War- I know Ghost didn't sell as well. No, no, Ghost and Advanced Warfare didn't. I mean, Go- Advanced Warfare was a bit more than Ghost, but no, because Call of Duty's plateauing right now. Yeah, so it'll be interesting where to Black see Ops. how Call of Duty. Th- yeah, where where Black Ops Three goes because again, you have the Black Ops name yeah, Black brand. Black Ops name brand, which is a it's, it's like uh, kind of like the uh, Modern Warfare name brand, but instead this is the Black Ops name brand because Black Ops resonates yeah. with a lot of people because they like those Call of Duties better than the Infinity Ward or the Sledgehammer Call of Duties. Exactly. You know, like you got that name brand. And of course, Zombies is always a big selling point because I mean, Zombies really wasn't in Advanced Warfare well, like yeah, right away. Yeah, not like, right, like, away, right away. But, yeah, like, but it, you said you got like a the has-been uh, Zombies and uh, Advanced Warfare. Sorry, I'm just going to throw that out there to people. I'm sure people know. It's not like Oh my gosh, I'm hating on zombies, but let's all admit it to people, it wasn't the zombies that we needed or wanted. Uh, yeah, Black Ops 3 is like the full yeah, zombie exactly. experience. Yeah, exactly, you know, they're touting that, so... Uh, fingers crossed, we'll see. Tomorrow. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's see what else I got on my list. Um, speaking of tomorrow or today or whatever, um, well, it's already there, but let's go over it. I want to go over it. Um, because we always do when it's there. But the new PlayStation Plus games came out this mm-hmm. week. And the games this month include on PS4, you're getting uh, Magicka 2. Oh, Magicka 2. And Magicka 2. And The Walking Dead Season 2. On PS4. The PS4. PS4. Yes. PS3, uh, they have Beyond Good and Evil. Ooh. So that's cool because I actually, actually have not played that game. So there's something on there. Uh, Mass Effect 2. Ooh. Uh, Dragon Fin Soup. Don't know that. Ah, uh, Soup. And on Vita, we're getting a PSP game, Invisibles. Ah, uh, remember? But it is Vita. Invisibles. Uh, yeah, but it is uh, PS Vita compatible. <laughs> yeah, Invisible. Yeah, Invisibles is a funny game because like that is the game that finally brought the camera to the US <laughs> on PSP. I know. That was like the big deal for the PSP. Because, like, I remember for PSP, for the longest time, I wanted that damn camera attachment for PSP. <laughs> um, remember, this was the like, age before the smartphones, people, where you just get the... Get yeah, stuff. it was. Like, when I had my PSP, I didn't really even have a cell phone, I think, when I had my PSP. So, like, every time I would see in, like, the game magazine stuff, like, the camera attachment, like, it was only available in Japan or something, and, like, they kept saying it was coming to America, but it never came. And I really wanted it. I was like, oh, I want to be able to take pictures. I can use my PSP as a camera. And, like you said, it was before smartphones. It was before I had it. So, like, oh, I want this I want this camera piece. And then, like, by the time uh, Invisibles came out and finally brought the camera over to the U.S., I think two things happened. One, I think I had a, I think I had an iPhone by then. I think the iPhone four was out by mm-hmm. then. Cause that was my first like smartphone. Yeah, I think, I think the game uh, released like in twenty ten. I, I believe so because, like I said, two things happened. One, I had I think I had an iPhone four already, so I was like, oh well, I don't I have a camera now. And two, I had a PSP Go at the time, and the camera was not compatible with PSP Go. Because um, you know the PSP Go don't have that export to the port on yeah. it. For the camera, uh, but they did. It was so crazy. They did sell this piece though that did make the camera compatible PSP Go, but it was this crazy like look steering wheel looking thing you wrap around your Vita. <sighs> Not your Vita, your uh, PSP. Oh, Go. so that was the. Oh, so that was for the PSP One Thousand. No, 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 no. If you had a PSP One Thousand, the camera was compatible oh, with but it. The later if you ones, had a, if, uh... if you had a PSP, no, I had a PSP Go. Yeah. And the PSP Go was not compatible with the camera. Uh, no. So I'm saying, by the time the camera came out, I already had a PSP Go and an iPhone 4, so I did not need this camera attachment whatsoever. Okay. But they did sell a piece for your PSP Go that made the camera compatible, but it was this weird loop thing that like wrapped around the whole freaking system. And you, just, and you just snapped the camera on top, and it was crazy. I was like, what the hell is that this? That is insane. But since the Vita has a camera built into it, you can play Invisimals right off the bat, you know, without plugging a camera in. Invisimals. Invisimals, yeah. So there's there's a rundown on that game. But um but yeah, looking at the other games, uh like I said, it's still some good stuff. I mean Mass Effect two, you should have played it by now, but it's there for free. Um even though you can practically get the game for free, because it's been like dirt cheap. I mean, it's like you know, over the years. Oh my gosh, you can't even get the collection for like what, five dollars? Well that was when it was on sale at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, they had the yeah, like the whole trilogy was like five dollars or ten dollars. Yeah, it was like five that. or ten dollars digitally. So I already have Mass Effect two because I bought Mass Effect one out of curiosity. You know, we're not getting the we're, we're gonna get a collection one day, but it's not anytime soon. Yeah, um, yeah, and then Beyond Good and Evil. That's always cool because that sequel is coming whenever <laughs> or never. Just kidding. Never. Or never. That'd be pretty funny, but. Uh, oh yeah, it's just oh that, that beyond good and evil too. It's whenever, and uh, the one I'm excited for because I was complaining about it the other day, Walking Dead season two is going to be free. Hey, so then you can play um, the additional piece. Yes, that DLC, which if you don't know, I'm going to remind you real quick. Yeah, they announced they're doing the three part Michonne Walking Dead story, um, but it's that Telltale's working on. But technically, it's DLC for season two, so you actually have to have season two to to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I didn't have season two on PS4, I complained about this previously on the show, but now it's free so I can redeem it and have it. And so when that 
uh, when those episodes come out, I can get those. So yeah, this will help people that maybe don't want to purchase uh, season two again. Like if they bought it like on Vita or PS3, they want to carry over yeah. their stuff. So does that mean you're gonna play the campaign of season two again? Nope. Oh, so you're gonna have those like zero percent trophies on that? I guess. <laughs> but you'll 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 have like the twenty percent if you just beat the additional content. Yeah. Additional oh. content, yeah. Uh, uh, I can yeah. only Kenny. <laughs> just oh, I should not say anything about Kenny. I'll say about Kenny. Wait, you watch the uh, people need to see that prank call video. With the kid. Yeah, the prank call. That one. was funny, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I am a Christian man. We're gonna find a goddamn boat. I thought you were a Christian man. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you think you leave the nautical shit to me? I want to call. I want to call some boat shops and get that soundboard. Yeah. Now hold on a damn minute. <laughs> what, what was it? That's my son, Duck Junior. <laughs> wait, no, wait, Ken Junior. My, my bad, Ken Junior. We'll call him Duck. Oh yeah, Duck. And then he like shoots like this up. That was my son, Ken Junior. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wait, and then my favorite one, uh, what was it? You know, Urban? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Urban? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, go look it up. It's the Kenny prank call, uh, Walking Dead. It's, it's, it's from Ice and Jam. He also does, like, a, he does the Lee Everett soundboard for, you've already seen that one, the one with Call of Duty Black Ops uh, 2 playing zombies, yeah, yeah. and the kids get freaked out at <laughs> his voice. <laughs> that was, and then one of them finds out that he's from Walking Dead. Oh yeah, it's like, where are your parents? You know, these little kids are playing Call of Duty. He's like, where? Are you? He's like, I don't know, some state. He's all like Montana or something. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, what was like the? I don't know. It was just hilarious. Everyone look at it, look at those up. Yeah, great videos. But um, speaking of trophies, nope. um. I don't bring it up too often on the show, but uh, this caught my eye. But the Fallout 4 trophy list came out. Doesn't spoil too much. Past week. Doesn't spoil too it's much. It's just no, title um, names of quests. Yeah, like a lot of quests. I mean, it's very similar to Fallout 4. You know, do the quest, get a trophy, you know, get to level 5 with so much karma, get to level 10 with so much karma, you know, onward. Um, the only thing that I want to bring up, because it kind of got me a bit worried, was the mm. um, there's like one trophy that says align yourself with this person or something. Huh. Um, and that got me worried because I'm afraid that Fallout 4 might use the alignment element from New Vegas, which I hated so very much. Now remind people, what was this? Yeah, so here's here here was my big problem with New Vegas. New Vegas did this thing where like they had these factions in the in the world, and basically when you talk and interact with these guys, you kind of align yourself with them. And when you align yourself with this faction, it locks out certain other quests. Huh. Um, so by aligning yourself with these guys, you do these quests and do these quests, and all these other ones are locked out. And they did have trophies set to those quests. So basically, if I follow this path, I can get all these missions done, but I will not be able to get these missions done. And what the developer was trying to do by accomplishing that was saying, hey, what if we made the playthrough shorter, you know, but you do multiple playthroughs because you have to do all the factions, do all the quests through different factions. And I hated that because I don't want to do multiple playthroughs in Fallout. I want to do one long playthrough where I do everything. I mean, sure, you can do those missions in different ways, but you still you know, can do them all, you know, one playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm afraid of with Fallout 4 is going to do that where like, you know, hey, you're with this faction, so you can only do these missions and these, uh, get these trophies. And if you want the platinum, you're going to have to do multiple playthroughs doing different paths, you know, intentionally making yourself do opposite choices and do all these other things. And I don't really want to do that. You know, I kind of just want to do one long playthrough with one character and try to explore everything and do everything, you know, with one character. Oh, it seems annoying. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm kind of afraid because, I don't know, because Bethesda's really being tight-lipped about the game. Not not in a worrying way, but just in a, you know, they just, you're going to see when you play it. Oh, you know? for Fallout? Fallout 4, yeah. I know, it's a lot of, I mean, hell, I mean, like, stuff like the main menu of the game and stuff like that, that's just, you know, being leaked and all that stuff, it's kind of crazy, you know, we haven't really, 
don't know. That's good. I mean... Yeah, I'm not saying it's a worry or anything. I'm just saying, like, Bethesda's really keeping it close. You know, what What kind of what's in Fallout 4. I mean, yeah, we did have the big showcase at E3, but since then we haven't really got that much oh, since E3. Uh-uh. Like, I had friends of mine that were worried, like, oh, I don't want to see too much. I'm like, um, the stuff that you saw, like, at an announcement, you basically, like, watched everything. And then there was, like, a little bit of other stuff here and there, but, like, they were very small. And then, like, the, there were the, the uh, additional videos they uploaded on YouTube were just animated videos. Exactly. And that's that's the thing, though. Bethesda's really, they don't want, like, nothing getting out about the nope. story. Like, they really want to keep the story cl- secret. And I'm like, that's fine, but I just want to know about the faction thing. They're not going to talk about it because that's part of the story. Uh-uh. You know, and the trophies, like I said, got me a little worried because I don't want to do that. You know, and then God knows the ending, right? I mean, but I'm sure they learned their lesson with Fallout Three. Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're gonna. It's not gonna be Fallout Three. I mean, at the time, I mean, yeah, it was like considered like. I mean, I don't think the ending itself wasn't terrible, but like due to the way that the gameplay that it worked, it wasn't good, right? Yeah, like it ended your game. I mean, yeah, that was like Like, considered one of the worst endings. yeah, I mean, it's an open world game that encourages you to explore. And oh, sorry, you're done. Like when you do the um, last story mission. Yeah, that's been like, like a that's... very data technic. And this is why, like, I've criticized like Grand Theft Auto V's like other two endings is because it does that to you, at least for like one character to the other, and that just what <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Exactly, because so. that's. I mean, that was the thing. Like, Fall 3 is the game that made me afraid to beat the main story of games because now I'm afraid to beat the main story because I'm like, what happens if I beat the main story and that's it? Like, I can't go back and do the side stuff or, or like, Grand Theft Auto V. It's effective. Oh, yeah, you I know. know. The Grand Theft Auto V one was terrible. But, I mean, people... I mean, it was, like, a widespread thing of, like, oh, choose option C so then you don't, like, miss out on the trophies or, like, miss out on that character forever. So it's just, like... So that was yeah, stupid. So I mean, I, I, that was a yes. very dated so, thing that they added to the game. I think it was just like a dumb ending thing that they wanted to add. It. But um, no, no, I think ever since that Fallout 3 one, because that was a pretty infamous one, I think like game developers have like taken notes about that. Um, I'm pretty sure Witcher 3, after you beat the main story, you're still able to play it. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, you should be able to still play it. Um, sure, Just Cause 3, when that will come out, you'll still be able to play it after the beat the main story. Um Red Dead Redemption, you're able to play it after the main story. Even though it came out. Yeah. Right, it did come out after Fall Out 3. So. Yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen with Fall Out 4. Like, there's no way they're going to do that twice. I know. Well, it didn't. I didn't beat New Vegas. I don't remember if you can keep playing New Vegas after you beat the main no, story. I believe you can. I think it depends on what ending you get, because there's like a crap ton of different endings that I get. Yeah, there were. Look, I don't know much about New Vegas because I didn't even beat New Vegas. Uh, there was one ending in New Vegas, like the deal. I know the DLC for sure. It it does end your character. <laughs> like if you do if you do it wrong, the end the DLC ends your, like character. your character. That's it. It's done. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, elements are still there. So hopefully, we'll just see how much of it is in Fallout Four. Yeah. So close. We'll get to know. We'll so get to close. know that. Well, maybe not because since the game will be so big and vast, and probably it'll take us a while to know some of this stuff. Yeah, because I want to get the platinum in Fallout Four. I got the platinum in Fallout Three. Yeah, that one was a bit of a tricky one. It wasn't hard, oh, but yeah, I it's, mean, it's not hard. It just <clears throat> it just takes a while, and it's 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 a rewarding platinum. You feel like you've done a lot once you got that platinum. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, I believe it took me. I mean, out of the one hundred and twenty-five hours I played Fallout Three, I think it only took me about eighty-five. Yeah, that's about how long it took. Because, and then, you know, I was playing the DLC. Yeah, I got all the DLC trophies, too. So I have a platinum and 100%. So, um, it's exciting times. Fall 4 is almost here. Don't have to play Fall Shelter anymore. Well, you could if you want to. (laughs) But, um, we'll talk a little bit more about Fallout 4. I have a little uh, topic to propose after everything's done about Fallout 4. Curious about it. We'll talk about it later. Uh huh. What else? What else we got? Yeah. What else we got? Let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't really think of a segue into it's this okay. one, but uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't. It was actually announced last week, but we didn't bring it up. But um, Outlast Two was yeah. more so announced yes, last the, week. Yeah, and then they had the trailer. I want. Well, yeah, more. Uh, I, I say more so announced because it was already, you know, it's already been announced that they're making an Outlast yeah. two. But last week was like the real like, like announcement, with like with a, tr- 
Yeah, logo and trailer and everything. Yeah, and, and like a tentative release window. Yeah, fall 2016, so next year. Um, so yeah, this is cool. I mean, they've already teased that, that Outlast 2 is going to be a much bigger game than Outlast 1. I mean, is it... I mean, I I hate to bring this up, but like open world, maybe I don't know. I doubt it. I, I know it's kind of like it's like a horror game because you know it's all about like the timing and like stuff like that and like how it works. So like an open world would be kind of hard, but I don't know. I just think I just think something more like maybe larger scale, maybe something that is kind of like a full maybe retail game. Like think something like Alien Isolation, how it's just like a long game and it's got a lot of more elements to it. I mean, I don't think I don't think Outlast Two will be retail. I think it's still going to be a digital mm-hmm. game. I mean, you're going to buy it like on Steam. You're going to buy it on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Marketplace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh-huh. I mean, who's the publisher? Who would publish it and put it on the on the store shelves? I don't know. But we we love Outlast. Um, I I love Outlast so much. You beat it, right? Yeah, I, I know some it. people didn't like the endings, but then again, I mean, it's really hard to end horror stuff, you know. No, oh, it's yeah. always difficult. Um, mm-hmm. But and you didn't play the DLC. Uh, I did not. You play didn't play the DLC. DLC is pretty <laughs> twisted. Oh, it was on sale yeah, last like week too. And I didn't or get it. They're like two bucks. Yeah, I, I wanted to get it, but I didn't. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's good. I mean, I think it's worth playing, but it's like twisted and stuff, and. Uh, I'm very interested in Outlast 2 a lot for, like, various reasons. Not because, you know, it's more Outlast. Uh, so I'm curious, like, are you still going to have the camera and stuff? I'm pretty sure, right? Because that was, like, a state Outlast yeah. staple, so I guess you would still yeah, have the Yeah, yeah, they said that they, they said it will have new characters and new setting, but the camera obviously will still be a part of the story and the gameplay. Cool. And I, I, I like the uh, religious idea to it, you know? The, uh, the upside-down cross. And stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah. That stuff, that stuff fascinates me a lot. Uh, me being, me oh, being yes. a religious man, <laughs> not not a Christian man, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. Oh, so would that mean you're excited for that show, preacher? Because they, because their logo too is like yeah, exactly. on the cross. Uh, I think that'd be cool too. I mean, preacher looked. Uh-huh. I mean, it didn't excite me, honestly. I mean, it looked cool. And I'm sure the books are really cool, nice. I mean, that's why people are excited. Yeah, but that that trailer did like nothing to describe like what the what the show was about. Yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on. Like, I didn't read the books, but I have read up about the books. But then, um, like, I'm reading like so. people are not happy. Like, they're not like, oh, I'm surprised. People are, are not happy. They're like, this isn't the books. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, that trailer was pretty short, so it didn't really get to showing like, hey, what's this about? You know, and I've like I said, I haven't read the books myself, but I've read about them. So I'm like, yeah, they're not really saying what this is about exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the books are really dark and like violent. M-rated yeah, and pretty violent uh, too. So yeah, and pretty violent. So it's like you know, it's already kind of a question like, how is this going to work on AMC? Walking that's pretty violent. Um, yeah, it's violent, but like they, like the book has a lot more like I mean, the book's violent, but the book has a lot of, like f words and. Um, nudity and whatnot and like all that's not in the show the show has all the violence but like none of the extra context to it you know um but preacher is like just insane from all aspects you know um so it's just going to be harder for amc to adapt that to their network standards yeah i'll probably actually maybe start reading the preacher books they seem interesting no, you should start reading Why the Last Man before that show hits, whenever. Whenever it does on FX. But Why the Last Man is so much further in development. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, uh, Preacher is so much further in um, development. Yeah. Preacher is premiering in May, so Why the Last like, Man, we don't you, know. That, we don't know. It's in pre-production or, or better yet, something. Why do we not know? Why do we not know? But, that? I don't so. know. But anyways, the whole idea uh, of that is, is really fascinating to me. I think it'd be really cool. I think it's gonna be like twisted and like really scary. I just want, I just want yeah. to go not, I mean, not insane over the top where it's like campy, but like pretty out there. Oh, out there, outlast. <laughs> That's um, why it's called outlast. There you go. Uh, and then the big question mm, was a big question. Uh, will it have VR support? Mm. 
I mean, saying oh, Sony touted how many developers again? 200? I don't know. Something like that. I'm pretty sure Red Barrel could be one of those 200. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, maybe oof. it might not be a launch, but who knows? Well, I mean, Outlast comes out, Outlast 2 comes out in fall 2016. The VR headset will be out by then. You don't think they would have said it if the announcement to like kind of get people more excited about it? You know, if they if well, they're probably gonna wait till maybe or, once again, the VR is more or like in yeah, motion right, like out. a trade show like at PSX or like uh, E3. Yeah. Oh, you know, that'll be a good. That's a good E3 showcase because that one time when oh Outlast was just uh, in a bunch of other games, maybe Outlast Two will be like a big one to like show VR because like it's like the horror game. Uh, other other yeah. than uh, Until Dawn. Uh, but, yeah. like, this was, like, the horror game for VR. Oh, yeah, like, shit, <laughs> man. Until, man, Out, Outlast 2 would be so freaking yeah, intense with oh VR. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I get scared just thinking about it. Because, like, what if we get, like, <laughs> Outlast 1, like, with VR support? It's like, oh. Oh, God, it'd be insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, know if I would play it. Like, can you play. imagine... Can you imagine having the V the VR headset on and then like having the move control in your hand and like the move control is the camera so you have to actually hold your hand up to keep the night vision up. So like if your hand gets tired, you're gonna have to put down the camera and you can't see. Yeah, it's just like how it would be if you were actually there. And then and then you have to pick the camera back up just with the, oh my god, it'd be so amazing. Yeah, it works, right? It does work. God, it doesn't you think that was stuck? Yeah, I, I think you're right. Maybe once like more uh, more VR stuff is like commercially like shown, maybe like you know, they'll announce you know Outlast will Outlast Two will be a VR game. Yeah, like it's just it, it just, serves it itself so perfectly to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like where it's not like a gimmick, but because like it can built be built from the ground up to be like that. And you know, it's it's by the time Outlast Two comes out, it would have been quite a while since the first Outlast. Mm-hmm. 2016. I mean, gosh, the first one came out in 2013. If I'm correct, yeah, yeah because it came out. It, yeah, and it, well, okay, let's say on PS4 it was like 2013 because it was like launch window PS4. Mm-hmm. Like the PS4 came out. No wait, the PS4 came out 2013. Yeah, and then Outlast came out 2014, February 2014. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah, 2014 on PS4. And 2013, I guess, on PC. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Outlast was that, that good first plus game. Now, if people yes. are wondering, oh, will Outlast 2 maybe be a free plus game? Probably not. <laughs> I no. mean, you try you tried it out the first Outlast. I think it's time to give them a little bit of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If that thing's got VR support, it's going to be exciting. I'll be like a little hesitant because I think I'll get legitimately scared to play Outlast. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy, that's a, that's a good that's that's a good twisted dream to play Outlast <laughs> VR. Yep. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Give it to us, Red Barrel. Yep. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Let's see what else I got. All right, I got one more news Good. item. Then I down. can propose my little top. Yes. So this is kind of a neat little article I read. Um, so we love Metal Gear Solid, the dun, franchise, dun, dun, dun. you know, and all that. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is a great franchise, but we do realize that it, much like Rockstar Games, does heavily influence by other mediums, you know, like yes. movies specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah, very much um, out of anything from Metal Gear is movies and then other open world games that have come out. Other open world games, and yeah, Rockstar does yes. a lot too, and inspired by movies. Uh-huh. But um, sometimes with Metal Gear Solid, it's a little on the nose. Some of their you know movie yes. influences. Uh-huh. So uh, there was there was an there was an interview recently with uh, movie director John Carpenter, uh-huh. uh, and he directed the movie uh, Escape from New York, we which all is all know uh, that movie. Yes, which is a movie that heavily inspired Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that John Carpenter said in an interview that he was actually encouraged by his lawyer to sue <laughs> Kojima and Konami over the game. Um, John Carpenter, though, quoted saying um, he didn't want he he chose not to sue the company because uh, 
he says Kojima is such a nice guy, he doesn't feel like suing him. And plus, Metal Gear turned out um, to be an awesome property and a more relevant property than Escape New York. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, yeah, it's one of those things where like the thing is based on got more you know popular than you know. I mean, Metal Gear Solid like we know Escape New York, but that, it's not like a really big. I mean, Kurt Russell is awesome, it's, but like it's it, not. Yeah, big, it's, it's more one of, of a, his more larger known roles, but it's not like a. I don't know. It's more of a cult yeah, thing, very, cult classic yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not like a well-known, like everyone knows it kind of thing. At least in my opinion. Yeah, and for those, who, and for, though for, for those of you who don't know, uh, the movie is about a guy, Kurt Russell, and he plays as a character whose name is Snake Plissken, <laughs> and he has an eye patch, yeah, and, the, the and a beard and everything, and the banana and everything, and he goes on these mission, he goes on this mission to go into New York or whatever. Um, so yeah, so the character of Snake is heavily inspired by this guy. And then guy, we even had name is Snake, um, years later patch. with the the movie Cloverfield with the imagery of the uh, Statue of Liberty head. Yep, yep, that was that was pulled right from Escape <laughs> yep. from New York. Um, but like even in Metal Gear Solid Two, when Snake was in disguise, his name was Pliskin. Like, what's your name? Oh, Pliskin. <laughs> you know, that's the back half of Snake Pliskin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that was one where it was just heavily inspired, and um, yeah, but I mean it's just it's just it's just a funny little story to see, you know. He's just like, nah, I just didn't feel like suing him. He's a nice guy, you know. Like, yeah, that was cool. Um, and it's good to see like the acknowledging these things and said, no, he's not wanting to sue or anything like that. Uh, and you like like you said though, Escape from New York is such a cult thing, and the Metal Gear Solid will becoming the bigger franchise out of it, despite the fact that it's you know inspired by mm-hmm. it. Um, it's kind of funny. It's like it's like when I tell people about like Deadpool. It's like Deadpool was created as a parody of Deathstroke, but yet Deadpool became more popular than Deathstroke. Like over that time, that is very true. Uh, Deathstroke is becoming more popular right now. Like he's gaining popularity. Deathstroke, Dude, his appearances for in while, several Batman video games and in the show Arrow, Arrow and Justice and all that stuff. Um, but for a while, a lot of people didn't even know who Deathstroke is, and yet. You know, Deadpool was like the parody character, and he was the only one people knew out of the two. Yeah, I mean, even their names the same. It's like Slade Wilson is Deathstroke, but yet Wade Wilson is Deadpool. Mm. So, you know, it's just an example of like you know the the second product became more popular than the first one. Mm-hmm. So, where so. were you going with all this middle years? Well, I mean, that's that's it. I thought it was funny, like just to, like that it was all acknowledged. This, just like, well, the director, the director of the movie acknowledged that, yeah, he, that the game did copy a lot of stuff from his movie so much so that it could have that he could have sued, but decided not to. Oh, because I also wanted to hear your thoughts on you know the possibility, the strong possibilities, almost seeming like of Metal Gear continuing. Oh yeah, yeah. There was those, and then those the things. LA so, studio closing down. The LA studio closed down. Um, that was the thing that happened. The LA studio worked on like what? Just online. online. That was it. The online components. Yeah, they closed down. So whether or not online is going to get any more content is no. to be seen. I don't know. Um, so there's that, and then yeah, there's been some rumors kicking up that Konami is already working on the next Metal Gear Solid game or planning the next Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. game. Um, but as to what that is, who knows? It could be. It could be anything. Like it could be. I mean, it could be a Metal Gear Rising two, you know, right. or something else. But I mean, after Metal Gear Solid Five, pretty much anything that's made after this point is just not canon, mm. you know. Uh, because you know Kojima's not involved. I mean, Kojima wasn't even involved with Metal Gear Rising. That game's not canon. Like, that game's not considered canon. Yeah, it is. Nah, but it takes place after everything. Doesn't matter. Kojima Kojima actually said himself that Rising oh. is not canon. If it doesn't have it doesn't have the word solid in it, it's not canon. It's gotta have the word solid. Yeah, it's got the word solid. Um like Metal Gear Acid and Acid Two aren't canon, but those aren't really Acid and Acid Two are weird because they basically just readapt the first two games as card battling games. So I gotta count I gotta count uh, Flight for Fortune for Uncharted then. Oh yeah, Flight for Fortune, man. Totally canon. That parrot's a dick. He's uh that's Drake's worst enemy. Yeah, that parrot. The parrot really was like one of the hardest ones. He just spams the, that card and it's stupid. He'll be the main villain of the War? Yeah, the parrot. The parrot Holy comes back. Holy crap. Wait, here's the thing. Wait, that's do we even that's... know the villain of Uncharted 4? Of course not. Isn't that weird? Ah, uh, they're keeping the story tight. Yeah, they sure are. I, I'm like, I'm I would, lo- 
I would love if like Uncharted mm. Four uh, pulled characters from like Golden Abyss just to bring that game more canon. But then we know it's not going to happen because that was why they didn't put Golden Abyss the in Uncharted uh, collection. the co- collection because it didn't well, tie I mean, into Four all that, that much. In that story, that would like oh my gosh, Drake, it really brings it all full circle with even Golden no, Abyss. No, but like, but like they bring. No, but like they bring back like, uh, that what's lady. Her name? I mean, that, I mean, see her HDified and super realistic. That's gonna blow my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what was it? What was her name? I want to say Jesse, but that doesn't sound right. Someone to J, right? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to make up a name. Just... I beat that game like three, four times. I should I know this. I do, and I don't remember. The game's old. Old game's old. A lot of stuff has happened since yeah. then. No, because I wanted to be like I wanted to be like what Arkham because that's what I like with Arkham Knight. Like in Arkham Knight, they actually did directly bring stuff from Arkham Origins to the game just to show you, hey, that game does matter. Well, I mean, you it know? was the Arkham series. It was part of the art, but the, like Uncharted is different. Where like that was like on a handheld, um, and not many people have, so it's just I don't know. Yeah, but they but they brought stuff from Arkham Origins and Blackgate, all that. What was there. the stupid uh, like theory that um, the the villain in that one would? in there I'm like no whatever his name was I forgot what his name what? the villain what are we talking about in, in Golden what? Abyss oh yeah the, the, the Fidel Castro looking guy no not the Fidel Castro looking guy the guy that was like working with Drake and turned turn against him oh okay. what was his name I forgot he got back hair he had oh. it's hard for Drake to make friends because most of his friends betray him <laughs> at some point <laughs> only Sully only Sully, that old man. man. Sully's the only person he can trust. But oh, speaking of Uncharted, well, I, I, Uncharted. there's more. There's well, well, there, I've, I saw today on the internet a lot of people are, are jumping on the uh, the Brent Dalton train that, that we started. Oh, really? Uh, a couple of episodes ago, yeah. Like people are throwing his name around now, like in comments and stuff, like for fan casting. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, let's get because they saw they saw Agents of Shield last night, the night before, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, get Ward to be Drake, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, we started that. <laughs> so no more, no more Mark Wahlberg. No, hopefully not. I, I, <laughs> no, hopefully that. Hopefully not. That is the fan cast going forward is to get Brent Dalton to be. Uh, but Drake. like, here's the thing about Mark Wahlberg. Now, no one hates towards him, right? But like. He's like the old, he's like the old he's kind of like the action star, other than like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Not saying Dwayne the Rock Johnson should play. Actually, he should play like a muscle character, like in the Uncharted movies. That'd be kind of cool. Or like, yeah. he, like because you know <laughs> he could be, he'll be Eddie Rogers. It, is, it just doesn't make any sense. Because like it's it, it, like similar to like the Bond staple, Uncharted has the Uncharted staple where like every movie he fights like the big guy. Oh yeah, do, do like the uh, Uncharted three moment and that really long fight in the bar. Yeah, that and then like the one when he was like fighting on the plane. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the same thing in Indiana Jones, right? They're like every Indiana Jones movie, there's like the big guy he fights. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Dwayne Rock Johnson would play that role perfectly. He can only be in there for, like, a little while. I mean, maybe he could be a character in there that, like, doesn't even really talk, and it's just, like, there, and he's just, like, the muscle for Drake for Drake to beat. Yeah, but don't you think he's kind nope. of past that point by now? Like, he's no. too well-known. Like, you see him, and you don't see really anyone else. Yeah, like... He, it's a little know, too noticeable. Because, I mean, like, he, he's, he's yeah, more like, well-known of an actor than yeah, 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 I don't think he can be, like, just, like, the, the random thug that gets in one fight and that's it. Like, I know ba- Dave Batista is doing that for, for Respecter, um, but, I mean, he's, but he's still not. He's not widely known. He's not that, not widely known as an actor. Like, he, his biggest role right now is Drax, and even then he was loaded down with paint and stuff, so it's not too, you know, recognizable okay. now in Spectre. Yeah, true. Now, if Dave Batista wants to be in Uncharted as that role, oh, yeah. then he could probably yeah, do that. that. Would work, huh? <laughs> oh, same role, bonded. Drake same. same, the same. Well, there are Sony pictures, so after Spectre, that's not going to be the case. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, who is like the best detective? Uh, de- not really detective, spy, adventurer. James Bond, Ethan Hunt, Jason Bourne, or Drake. Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Going on adventures and stuff. 
Bond is very good, though. Yeah, but Bond doesn't seem like just a normal guy you can hang out with when he's done doing missions. Because cause, cause Bond's got all that baggage. Like, oh, you know, these girls let me die, and then I just move on to the next. Ethan Hunt, uh... I mean, he's just he's just insane. <laughs> yeah, man, you don't get to know him too much. Uh, he's personal life. Jason Bourne. I mean, he's always on the run. <laughs> he's always on the run, and he forgets things, and, and he always gets himself into trouble all the time. Uh, and then, then he has yeah, left yeah, off yeah. to other and, spinoff characters that were terrible. Uh, yeah, he's got to, he's got to redeem his own franchise. He has to come back to redeem his own franchise. Yeah, that, doesn't so. seem, that doesn't seem good. Bond already did that before, but like with Jason Bourne, it was more of a downhill. Ugh. Sorry, Jeremy Renner. Right. Nathan Drake's just a cool guy who goes on adventures and does all this stuff. Well, until Charlie Theory hit, and then, then the show is dark past, and you're like, oh no, he does have baggage. A little bit. We all knew after all those years I wouldn't be. So, and we'll maybe find out in some prequel DLC. Hmm? Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what that de- uh, prequel DLC entails, or we don't know if it's a prequel. Don't we know. don't know that yet. But um, here was the topic that I wanted to propose. It's not about Uncharted, as much we love to talk about Uncharted, like we did a couple weeks ago, because uh, we love talking about Uncharted. Yeah. Uncharted's a fantastic franchise, but now we should talk about Fallout as a franchise, Fallout. and it's and it staple in the video game industry, which is huge because mm-hmm. um, yes. it's going to be a big game. You know, I thought we talked mm-hmm. about Call of Duty earlier. Um, its numbers, yes. and especially with Black Ops Two, how it's still going strong three years after the game is yes. released. So I'm just curious because this is the first time, really, ever that Call of Duty has has like kind of seen big competition around it. Because you know, you had Halo Five release last week, um, so maybe that bit into a little bit on Xbox One. Um, what else have we had? Um, you know, we had like the music games that come out, which, you know, that's a section of the audience that maybe we'll just buy that and maybe not buy Call of Duty. Um, we had Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, and then, um, well, and then now we're going to get Fallout 4. And then, um, next month we're going to get Rainbow Six Siege. So, like, you know, it's a lot of games that are carrying a lot of weight. And then, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider comes out too, you know. So, like, on Xbox, it seems like really crowded. So, like, I'm curious, like, how Call of Duty is going to do this year, you know? And we talked about, you know, it's going to have the Black Ops name brand attached to it, so I just wonder how it's going to do. Because Fallout yeah. 4 seems like the big game. Yeah, Fallout 4 is really big. Um, I'm curious to see how they how they compare sales numbers. And, I mean, like you said, we already mentioned it earlier. You know, they got the name brand of Black Ops now this year. Because, like we mentioned, like, Ghosts and Advanced Warfare actually was on the decline, yes. you know, in mm-hmm. sales. That's where the Call of Duty is on the plateauing. Yeah, so it goes to show that, you know, the 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 title is, is up there. It's up for grabs, like, to be the next big game. You know, the, the thing. Um, because, you know, for a while... It was Halo, like oh Halo, Halo, Halo. You know, as the the online shooter, you know, for consoles. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, you know, and like everyone was trying to make the Halo killer. You mm-hmm. know, um, and it happened with Call of Duty. It didn't happen to you know Modern Warfare, but it happened. And know? hypothetically, you could say like Destiny. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like right now, the only game that's kind of has a shot right now of like overtaking Call of Duty is Destiny, <laughs> which right is now. an act- uh, Activision's own friend. Which is an Activision, <laughs> yeah. So Activision really doesn't care if if Destiny does overtake um, Call of Duty. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's to be seen. We'll see. I mean, um, Taken King did very well. Taken King did really well, and we're gonna see next year maybe if a full sequel comes out next mm. year. We'll see how well that because does. because originally Taken King was supposed to be a sequel. Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, we'll have to see probably next year, or at least when the full sequel comes out to Destiny, how well that does, and see if, uh, you know, the numbers go up. But I mean, Tech King did really well, and the player base is going back up. I see more people playing Destiny. And engagement. So, you know, engagement. So yeah, Destiny definitely has the shot of kind of overtaking Call of Duty as the new kind of online shooter. Um, which, you know... I mean, opinions aside of Destiny, yes. I mean, Destiny does encourage more of a co-op Yeah, play they, so that was one lend, maybe then, lends itself to sell more copies than where Call of Duty is the mostly competitive. Even though Call of Duty's touting the 
co-op this year. Yes. Though. Yeah, that is one thing they're really embracing this year is co-op because not – I mean outside of zombies too. Yeah, outside like, of cause zombies. zombies is always the big thing. But like outside of zombies, we're and getting co-op through the campaign and all that. So they are trying to kind of get that co-op market because that is a very strong market that more uh, developers need to kind of uh, – Kind of maybe do better know, because, you know – Yeah, do better by – Ubisoft tried it with Unity last year and it really didn't work. Yeah, I mean, but that's why I bought Unity was to play online with my friends, and I did, and, and it was just kind of. Eh. I mean, it was, it, eh, it I mean, I played bad, it. We, we like had it was wasn't bad, but I mean, we had our fun, and now Syndicate doesn't have it, and we're like, well, whatever. So I didn't buy Syndicate. Um, so I mean, that co-op market is a very strong market, and I think it's 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 just way more appealing to people nowadays. It is co-op. People want co-op now more than competitive. I think is what I'm starting to see. Or especially my friends, my my group of friends, especially they're very strong on co-op gaming, yeah. and that's why they kind of been playing Destiny a lot because it's the because because I mean, like I said, opinions aside, Destiny is kind of the one big co-op game that's out right now. Yeah. You know, that's online and it can you know support people and all that. I think uh, you know because people ask me all the time like. Why do you buy Call of Duty every single year, ever since uh, 2009? Because, like, I didn't buy World of War Day 1. But uh, ever since then, I bought every Call of Duty Day 1. Now, because, you know, Call of Duty has the infectious hook to each game. Now, I could maybe argue that I remember I was not, like, hyped for Ghosts whatsoever, even despite it being, you know, the PS4 launch title... I did, I bought a day one for PS3 and then just transferred it over to PS4 when the time came. Um, I remember not being excited for that one, like, at all. Like, no hype at all. And then, uh, Advanced Warfare was a little bit more hype because, you know, that was, like, the second game in, like, the new generation, like, especially with the graphics and stuff, how good it looked. So that excited mm-hmm. me a bit. Um, but then, you know, I played it and, like, beat it in a weekend. Now, I nearly got the platinum in a week if it wasn't for that trophy glitch. So, you know, it was very quick. Um, the multiplayer wasn't good in it whatsoever. Uh, the, uh, the community didn't respond well to the multiplayer. Um, so where Black Ops 3 is just different, as you know, it's a thriller. Well, at least for me, it's just a redemption game from Treyarch, I hope, because, you know, I didn't like Black Ops 2, but apparently 12 million people still see the <laughs> still see something in it. But I didn't at all, clearly. I mean, I played what was on the base game, I'll at least say with this disclaimer, I, with the base game that I played, the Black Ops, I did not like. I'm sure the DLC probably helped it, obviously. Um, but um, I want the main game to be good first before I buy some DLC. But, um, yeah. you know, it's going to be a redemption game. I'm going to see how the campaign is and the hooks at the co-op with friends and stuff. I'm very excited about that. And then the new difficulty mode. Um and then, you know, just having some of the Treyarch staples that are just different from the Infinity Ward and even Sledgehammer uh, staples that maybe people have grown tired of in Call of Duty. That's why maybe people um, are leaning towards Treyarch games a bit more is because they kind of stray away from the typical Call of Duty formula, I think, in my opinion, at least. So wherever the multiplayer goes, and I'm sure changes will also come because, you know, they had a beta which probably yeah. is going to help greatly. And I believe there were some videos on YouTube and um, on just articles in general about like uh, where uh, what changes they made uh, specifically. So I'm excited to see what those are, even though I didn't play the beta, unfortunately. But um, And then I'm hoping, you know, we talked about this uh, five or six weeks ago about, you know, the Call of Duty community coming back maybe on YouTube and possibly Twitch. We hope, um, because um, also Stats on Destiny is the most uh, streamed disc game, like console game, if that's mm-hmm. correct, I think, currently. I think it's the most streamed game right now, so hopefully maybe when uh, the time comes on November, uh, tomorrow, um, maybe Black Ops 3 can take the reins. But, so, you know, that's going to be interesting, so maybe hopefully the community can... Uh, Strive a bit more because you know because of that guy um, Optic Nate Shot who I like very much you know he's a pro Call of Duty player um, you know he moved over to MLG like own proprietary streaming service and you know it just sucked and was totally bad and that was a really bad move on his part and he totally regrets doing that because he was like the face of like competitive Call of Duty and he just moved over to like another platform that was not very popular not very well known and just wasn't very good. So, like, you know, that's where, like, the community just kind of died for, like, competitive Call of Duty, at least for, like, streaming on Twitch and stuff. 
So he totally regrets doing that. So hopefully, you know, um, more people go, go to Twitch now instead, which is the feasible thing to do. Um, or YouTube, right? Because, you know, YouTube also has uh, the YouTube gaming uh, streaming. Uh, so that's exciting on that front. And then, you know, I guess with the stuff with the PC modding tools, even though that might be a little too, too little too late, they should have had that stuff at launch, to be quite honest with you, right? With the PC uh, yeah. modding tools. But, I mean, they'll be there months later. Because, you know, I think, I think PC Call of Duty players have had it a little rough. Because uh, the versions of their of those games haven't been up to snuff really at all. The PC versions of Call of Duty. Uh, so hopefully maybe this version's you know optimized and well ready to go uh, when it comes uh-huh. out. So you know that'll be exciting there. Uh, I don't know. I th- I just think in general I think this is definitely the most excited I've been for a Call of Duty since uh, the original Black Ops. Because I remember being very yeah. excited for the original Black Ops back in the day. Because, you know, it was like, oh, we get to go back to the Cold War and stuff. Yeah. Um, I just thought about it. I haven't actually bought a Call of Duty in, like, two years or so. At least right away. Because, like... Well, no, because what happened was, like, I got Ghost on my PS4, but I got it through the Amazon Buy 2, Get 1 Free. Well, it's always so a free game, so I, but you got it, though, still. So, so Ghost is the free game. That's what I'm saying. Like, I got Battlefield 4 and Assassin's Creed Black Flag, so... Call of Duty Ghost was my free game. Then last year targeted the buy two get one free, so I got Advanced Warfare as a free game through buy two get one free. And then I plan on getting Black Ops three through the buy two get one free next week at Target. So you know, it's like I'm always getting it and the free discount or whatever. Yeah. So, and that's a heads up by the way. If you don't know, Target is doing yes, a buy two get one very free. Very big, no limits to it. No limits, so if you're getting Fallout 4 on Tuesday, uh, get something else and you can get something for free. Yeah, so or even if maybe some people out there are like, oh, Christmas is coming up, maybe that could be like your Christmas game. Early Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put put that away in a stocking or but something. But even still, there'll be games for you to buy on Christmas, like Rainbow Six Siege and Just Cause 3. Yes, so, some big December that's games. That's kind of a lot already. At least yeah. in my opinion. Oh, yeah, Just Cause 3 is going to be a huge yes, game. Yes, it will. I'm excited for it. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. But uh, kind of just in summary, uh, it's a tough one. We'll see where Fallout 4 and Black Ops 3 compete with each other, even though they're very different games. But they they kind of collect kind of the same mindshare now, which is pretty remarkable because Fallout is a very popular franchise. And it yep. resonates with a lot of people. So, I don't know. It's very... Uh, I mean, Fall 4 is a bit more special because, you know, it's kind of like the GTA thing where there hasn't been one, at least a, a core one in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, ex- excluding New Vegas. I mean, New Vegas was, you know, a core Fallout game, but, you know, it was just expanding upon Fallout 3. 3, yeah. But now this is like the true sequel, Fallout, which oh, we yeah. haven't seen since 2008, which is a long time. Gonna have that hype, that build up. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be fantastic. That's- that's what happens when you don't annualize your games. <laughs> but, I mean, call it, remarkably, even though Call of Duty is plateauing, it's still, like, the top-selling game of the year. Yeah, that's well. what it was. Like, uh, Advanced Warfare was still the top-selling game of 2014. At least mm. here in the U.S. And, yeah. so, oh, so more than Grand Theft Auto V Remastered? Yes. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> I was expecting the remaster to just outsell everything. Uh, I mean, that would be pretty remarkable. I mean, GTA V Remaster sold really well, but, I mean, can't, it's kind of hard to replicate that success again. And yeah. I'm sure, I mean, even if GTA Six hypothetically, will probably come out even in even more time after GTA V, which probably be five or six years, which I always predict is probably going to be in the end of the life cycle of PS4 and Xbox One, then uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see the same success again. But... Um, well, Fallout, I'm very curious about because I think it also has a chance to do very well as well. So, there you go. There you go, yeah. And look, we're almost right at the hour mark, so it's time to wrap up and everything. Yes. So, it's it's, so yeah. it's it's double. Double is. Double, yeah. Double, 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 double is. It's double. Double is. Double is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. With that... 
with that, this has been the PSBS episode 37. Uh, next week, like I said, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 will be out, Fallout 4 will be out, so if you have any questions yes, on that, we, you I would love questions us. about uh, Black Ops 3, you know, uh, and then uh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4, we'll, yes. we'll see if I can play, but we'll see. I, I mean, I'm not we'll saying anything. We'll see. But yeah, so you can send us our questions, do all different ways. We got the community page, go check that out, uh, and all that good stuff. So, like I said, with that, this has been. Uh, PS, uh, BS episode 37. I'm your host, Coach TPS and Bye Boys. My co-host here is... Andrew 007 Arenas. <laughs> double O is. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, double O is. My bad. I screwed up double O is. Yeah. I should not put, I should not so, put double O in my real name. <laughs> that, that was like the time when, uh, Al, when, just, uh, uh, when Lucius Fox was saying, Bruce Wayne, don't walk out with your Batman costume on. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Everyone, have a good Anyways, week. Enjoy yeah. Black Ops 3 or Fallout 4 or whatever you choose to play. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yep. So, enjoy all that. Play your games. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. And. and-